Welcome to Informed Aging, a podcast about health, help, and hard decisions for older adults. I'm Robin Roundtree. I spent six years as a family caregiver and now work in the senior care industry. With me is my co-host, Edith Gendron. She's the Chief of Operations for Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center, a positive approach to care certified trainer and consultant, and a former family caregiver with well over 20 years of experience in the industry. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to us, not our wonderful employers and sponsors. If you want to get mad, get mad at us, not them. Before making any significant changes in you or your person's life, please consult your own experts. Today, we're going to continue our discussion on hearing aids with J.C. Soto of Ultimate Family Hearing. Hearing aids are now available over the counter, so is that a good thing? We'll dive in after this. For over 37 years, the Alzheimer's and Dementia Resource Center has served as a central Florida-based, grassroots, nonprofit, and community resource center dedicated to providing support and hope for families and individuals caring for someone they love who is living with Alzheimer's disease or other dementia-related illness. The ADRC empowers caregivers with the knowledge, support, skill, and strategies through a variety of programs to help them confidentially prepare for the challenges that lie ahead. To learn more, visit their website at adrccares.org. That's adrccares.org. Senior Helpers is the only home care agency offering a revolutionary new way to approach senior care the Life Profile Assessment. This data-based app is a crucial tool in helping seniors age safely and successfully at home. Combined with our proven in-home care programs and trained caregivers, the Senior Helpers Life Profile is leading the way to better outcomes for our clients. For more information, log on to SeniorHelpers.com. J.C. Soto is the CEO of Altamont Family Hearing and has his national board certification in hearing instrument sciences. Now, we've already had a great conversation with J.C. about hearing aids in a previous episode, but now we need to talk about this big change in the industry. As of October 2022, hearing aids are available over the counter. Yes. What is this doing to you, J.C.? Um, a lot of conversation so just like today um and thank you again for having me i there's pros and cons this is one we're still as i would say as an organization um board of audiology i'm part of the international hearing society florida hearing society every society that has to do with hearing Mm. i'm on um and we're all talking about the same thing nonstop. how do we educate about the differences without being um condescending in any way to that to what that technology can provide our picture in audiology is when there, we find the prescription, we meet that prescription through programming and, and verification with, with traditional hearing aids, and that's how we know, hey, the hearing aid is doing what it's supposed to. Over-the-counter is um, there will be no hearing evaluation for that person. There is also no verification. And the challenge that it presents is that someone's going to purchase it um, I'm sure there are people that are going to hear better. It will be an amplified signal of some way. There may be a screening that they'll do on their phone. But is it going to objectively meet their prescriptive target to help slow down, uh, preserve their hearing and slow that, that hearing loss? So, um, so there's a lot. There's a lot to it. But the biggest thing um, is affordability. 
And I think this is this is part of that pro. There are people that don't have access to care. Um, they don't have maybe a hearing care provider in their area. Uh, let's say their insurance does not cover hearing aids and they absolutely cannot afford, let's say going back to that $2,500, let's say towards hearing aids to, to say a number, right? There may be an $800 thing that you buy online and it will help to a degree or it will give you better understanding. Um, going back to some help may be better than no help. Um, so, so yeah, so a lot of that, but, but the biggest that I'm seeing is just having all these conversations is here. I, I foresee this being part of taking the stigma out of hearing loss, because going back to what we said earlier, so many people, even if they, even if they get them for free, knowing that they need them in other areas in, in the world, that adoption rate is very low. And, uh, and, and I believe that it's it's part of that. It's part of the, I don't want to wear a hearing aid or, you know, I don't want to be ridiculed for it. If everyone's wearing it, it's um, hopefully, hopefully brings that stigma down. Yeah, we need celebrities to start wearing them and make them cool. Yeah, Marley <laughs> Matlin, notwithstanding. Um, question, as you were talking, I was wondering, hmm, that free, thorough evaluation that you do, could that possibly change now to yes. be cost have a fee attached to it if you don't go on to purchase the hearing aid from you um, because I can see you know where I'm going with this right mm-hmm. oh I'm going to go get this great evaluation from JC then I'm going to go to my local drugstore or pharmacy mm-hmm. and pick up a hearing aid mm-hmm. um, I'm still figuring that out but the 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 answer that I foresee is yes I believe that I'll have Still a free hearing evaluation, but if the person wants a copy of the record, and this is the part that's hairy because a patient should have access to their medical record, but there has to be a fee associated with it now or, or for that service. And because if not, it, it can be that someone can go have a hearing evaluation and go, okay, well, now I'm going to go buy this hearing aid um, and and just plug it in and, and see how this goes, plug in that script. So where, where are we in that picture? Um, more than likely, I... I I, I foresee as an industry because it's a norm in the industry to have a free hearing evaluation at a, not not just our practice. Um, I foresee that changing and a lot more services even for that over the counter. For example, let's say someone got a test from me and they had a mild hearing loss, and they said, "You know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and buy that over the counter." Which we are also considering selling mm-hmm. um, on like an online e-commerce, maybe Amazon. Way I don't know that I would have them in the office, but I'm figuring that out. Um, and also, I have to see what comes out, what here, what products come out. But let's say that patient does that; they purchase purchase the hearing aids. I plan on having a what's called real ear measurement, which is the objective test that shows here is the script, here is the hearing aid meeting the script. Um, there isn't a possibility for me to say, hey, did you buy an over-the-counter hearing aid? Do you want to see if it's helping mm. or if it's actually doing what it should? Of course, there will be a fee for that service. But then it, it can be the best of both worlds of like if someone really has that mild loss and they're starting their journey there, they can say, well, let me see if this is doing at least what it's supposed to. And I'm confident that some people, if it's that mild loss, they very well may be very close. And I'm also sure that there will be people that buy them and it's completely out of spec and not, you know, not doing what it should. And then it'll, it, it's an opportunity for us to have that conversation and it's not a sales pitch and it would be a very objective, uh, you know, we're going to have data showing here's where you are. This is not doing it. Obviously we're going to have that next conversation of let's have a hearing, actual hearing aids fitted for you. And, and that's where I know that I'm going to have that, that service in place. 
I just have to still figure out the, you know, maybe giving them a credit towards hearing aids once they've invested in, in that and so, so that sort of thing. The one of the I'm, I'm saying mild hearing loss a lot in this, um, and that's because the FDA part of part of this over the counter push was, um, and this is a part that a part that we really don't like in audiology. It's perceived mild to moderate hearing loss is the verbiage written. So that's who they're saying should purchase this over the counter, and I really dislike that in that. Your perception of your hearing, unless you're an audio engineer, unless you're even a musician, honestly, but your perception of your hearing is is not an objective result of what your hearing is. There are we see patients that have severe high frequency hearing losses. Um, I'm I'm going to try not to dive too deep because this can get boring. But for those people that have a high frequency loss, their lower frequencies can be normal and their perception of their hearing is normal. I hear many environmental sounds, the air conditioner just kicked on in this room. The person may hear that air conditioner turn on or, or uh, some vibrations, but they may be missing a whole lot of details elsewhere. Um, that could be those S's, T's, those higher frequency R consonants, those soft sounds, birds tweeting, turn signals, alarms and sirens if, when we're getting to an extreme. So that person's perception of their hearing is, I'm normal, I, I hear you talking, I hear you and I understand you are two completely different things, mm-hmm. and not everyone understands that. And this is, I'm, I'm really trying not to get boring here mm-hmm. um, in, in that explanation, but that's the objection that we have with, with that, that verbiage, that perceived mild, because so many people don't, they don't recognize, some do, the severity of their loss, but when they have the hearing aids, that's the contrast. Um, and we hear it all the time. Why didn't I do this sooner? It really opens up a whole new world to a person. And some of those people come in thinking, yeah, I might have some hearing loss. And it's like, it's not some. There's a significant amount. But how would you know? Their normal is, I've had this hearing loss for five or seven years. I'm waking up every day with the same loss. It happens so slowly, so gradually that it is just their normal. Until they see a contrast, they don't know they don't know the severity of the loss, so... I just had a a light go on why people are driving down the road with their turn signal on because they can't hear hear it. Right, right. Oh! Well, now I can be nicer to them. You just, when you see that, when you see that on the road, just hand them my card. Okay. Come see JC, your signal's on. (laughs) (laughs) Can't use the PA because they won't hear it, right? (laughs) What it feels like to me, to an extent, again, an, an extent, is someone who has, over a period of time, developed cognitive changes... And if I'm left to my own perceptions, I may say, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, when actually I'm not. And if I get diagnosed early enough, then I can go on to have a much more um, increased sense of well-being and and productive and happy life, quite frankly. So it really resonates with me what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense. mm -hmm. There there are, and we hear that with, with so many of the things, like, oh, I'm 60, yeah, like, you know, my hearing's not like in my 20s or I'm 70 or whatever that number is. I've tested 90-year-olds with normal hearing. No one should have. It is very common to see hearing loss. Um, and like other things, like when we're talking about that cognitive decline, some some people just um, associate it with, well, I'm this old. That's normal. It's like, well, well, no, you shouldn't. It, you know, you, we shouldn't be um, have that memory loss or, or start to feel that slowdown and, and loss of sharpness and things like that. Like, yeah, we degrade in areas of our lives physically and 
you know, it's common to see vision impairment and, and all these other things, but there's help. So, you know, and it's, and it's for everything. Thankfully, we are living in a time where there's an answer for, for, or treatment at least for most things. So the resources are there, take advantage of them, use them to, you know, to have a better, better lifespan. Um, you know, whether we're going to a hundred, 110, or, you know, you want to hear through that. And, and some people, they, they'll have that, well, I'm 80, who cares how many, you know, and we hear that all the time. I'm sure you do. Um, or I'm X age and, the people you know, shouting at you care. Yes, yes. Exactly. Or having to repeat themselves three and four times, right. which is kind of where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on what the cost of those over-the-counters will be initially? Because what I'm thinking is I buy an over-the-counter and then I run into trouble with it. Mm-hmm. So I can't just bring it to you like I could if I bought it from you and you're going to fix it. And that's part of our relationship. So I think I will have that service. So that because people will whether people were are going to buy the over the counter, which is why I said we may have it on like an e-commerce side of like, you know, if you're going to buy it, you can start here. And so we may be so with even with actual hearing aids now, wax is a huge thing. By the way, sometimes people have a hearing loss and it's just an impaction of wax, which is another reason if you have that hearing evaluation, you may not even need that over the counter. Go check that out. But anyways, going back to um, even with hearing aids, wax impacts the hearing aid. And it prevents it from working. That's going to happen to people with over-the-counter as well. They're going to buy it. It may sound good or, or what they perceive to be good. Um, and then eventually it'll stop working. So we're going to clean them and check them. The pricing, so it's already public. There's um, there's a company named Jabra, 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 I'm not sure the pronunciation, but they make Bluetooth headphones. And they're making, um, they already have an over-the-counter. And it retails for $800 for a set. Bose entered and left the space very quickly um, within a year. So they made an over-the-counter hearing aid, and it was, I believe, $1,200. But that their audiology side of the business went down. Um, yeah, that was fast. That That's was, interesting. Yeah, they came. Bose so they were, the fir- they were like the, let's say, like the blueprint for the FDA guideline. Mm-hmm. Like they were FDA. By the way, it has to be. FDA approved, FDA registered does not mean approved. It just means registered or cleared. That doesn't. It has to be approved. Um, there's a lot of misleading online and on TV and all sorts of things. But um, going back to both, so they entered and exited the the audiology space very quickly. We don't know. They haven't publicly said why that I'm aware of. But what I foresee is if the hearing aid is not going back, if the little wax gets in there and it stops working. Uh, a senior may, depending on you know their state, but they may or may not be able to like clean it, um, take it apart, maintain it, and they're going to go, oh, this thing doesn't work, and send it back, and then that's going to cost that whatever that company is money on return and this and that. Yeah. So, but as of right now, eight hundred, twelve hundred, they say up to two thousand is is kind of what that range is going to be. If you're at two thousand, get a real hearing aid. Also check your insurance. Um, if we are, if if the audience is Medicare. And you have Medicare Advantage, I would say a majority, 90% or more, if I had to put a number, have some sort of discount or benefit towards hearing aids. Okay. Just to give an example. But not straight Medicare. Medicare doesn't cover hearing aids. And if someone has a supplement, it would not cover because Medicare is denying in the first place. So the supplement would pick up the difference if Medicare approves. But if we have Advantage, there's going to be, just to give a number, like as of today, United Healthcare has... um, Hearing aids for the advantage for six twenty five each, so twelve hundred dollars for an actual hearing aid fitted by a provider 
why would anyone buy an over-the-counter? Let's say even at 800 when you can get an actual product that's prescribed, fitted by a professional. So do I would say do that homework first. If we're Medicare agent listening, find out with your insurance first before you buy a product because it will always be better to have something prescribed to you and um, fitted, and it's going to be clearer. It's going to be better um, than over-the-counter. Yeah. And from my perspective, too, then you get, and I'm going to say you because, you know, we work together, but you're going to get your professional. They're going to be with you. If, if things aren't working quite right or you don't understand, boom, you take it back. I mean, I've seen people come in yeah. to JC's office over and over and over again, this and fix that. And um, that goes along with your purchase from that professional. So yeah. I love that you said that. That's that's what makes hearing aids so expensive. I tell everyone that and it's it's a relationship. When when someone comes in to see us, I am seeing that patient for the life of that hearing aid. Um, where we're not, when someone purchases directly from Altamont Family Hearing, where for, if it lasts five or six years, I'm doing an annual hearing evaluation. I see my patients every three to four months, whether they're doing well or not. No, we have a thing that no one leaves without an appointment is, uh, is, is what we do. It's not a force, but um, <laughs> it's just to, to not, it's very easy to, um, with everything, especially going on in the world and pandemic year and all that, it's very easy to forget. And hearing aids need maintenance. They need the wax removed. They need some people need more maintenance than others. But at the very minimum, you should have a hearing evaluation every year. That's how you get your money's worth out of the hearing aid because then it, it's getting reprogrammed. Then it's 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 really helping you through the five years. Unfortunately, we see a lot of people that buy hearing aids and they'll come in for an upgrade and we'll say, hey, when was the last time you had a hearing test? Oh, when I bought those five years ago. So then that hearing aid is helping five years younger you, not whoever you are today or three years later and, and things like that. So that's, um, so yes, even in the, ev- in, in the event that you're paying a little more, you're going to get your money's worth in the long run. You're going to get care versus buying a thing. Even if you buy from our website at altamontfamilyhearing.com, uh, once we have those over-the-counters live, you can come in and see me in the office, but we will be charging you a service fee for that visit because you did. It's not a hearing aid that I have programmed, and so so it, it's that it, it's educating the consumer of uh, both sides of the story. This is how much a hearing aid will actually cost me. This is over the counter, and then and then they can make an informed decision. But I think it's worth going into a provider if you're thinking about buying it. No matter where you are in the world, and go to a provider, find out what it's going to cost, find out with your insurance, and then make an informed decision. Don't just buy it. And and that's going to be tricky because there's so much effective marketing. I hear it every day. Even before this, there have been over-the-counter amplifiers and what were called hearing aids, which really the FDA should regulate and and go after. But it doesn't happen enough. And there's so many online companies and scams and things and, and, you know. When that marketing is effective, they're hearing, oh, this hearing aid for $700 or $300, I've seen a $100 hearing aid on, you know, people fall for all those things because the marketing is great. So just educate yourself before making a decision. It's a lot of money and outside of money, it's your health care. So it's, it's not buying a cell phone. It's not buying a laptop. It's become very consumer electronic-y and I've, I've been talking about the good and the Bluetooth and all that fun stuff, but at the end of the day strip all of that out of a hearing aid. It is a medical device that is prescribed and fitted to meet a prescription. All those other things are bells and whistles. It's letting you connect to the world 100% instead of 75 or 60%. We do all know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, now the horrors and damage that's done from isolation. Mm -hmm. And hearing loss is a very effective 
means of leading you into isolation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isolation and depression. Um, that's another one of those big things that we, we speak about. Just people start to withdraw. They don't want to go to the restaurant, to the birthday, to the party, to the to that event because it's not fun for them or they don't feel sharp in that setting. And then they start to stay home. And there's just a lot. But at the end of the day, it's um, if there is a hearing loss, there are so many other comorbidities um, tied to that. It's not just hearing loss. It, it affects our brain. It affects our relationships. It affects so many other areas of our life. So, And thankfully, we live in a world with the resource to fix it, and they're as cool and small as they could ever be. So it, it's an, this is an exciting time for hearing aids, even though I know that not everyone wants them. But if there's a right time, I would say it's now. They're no longer the big clunky old. Right. Um, and they weren't as effective back then as well. They're, they're just getting better and better like everything else in technology. All right. I'm making my appointment. And if I can do Come it, y'all can do it too. That's right. We'll go together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Make it a date. There we go. <laughs> Tell us where to find you. So um, Altamont Family Hearing is in Altamont Springs, Florida. We're conveniently located inside of a building named One Senior Place. Uh, One Senior Place is a resource building for many things uh, having to do with, with the aging process. So you'll find so many resources um, they're from attorneys, health insurance, um, and our audiology practice. Uh, you can give us a phone call at 407-949-6737. Uh, we do have a call team that can help you schedule it. I do say it's a long appointment for that first time. It's an hour and a half. So have a good breakfast because um, it's <laughs> it's not just hearing beeps and raising hands. It's We're going to be doing speech testing, finding out. Uh, where our understanding is, and, and there's just a lot, a lot to it. Um, and yeah, that's mainly it. So uh, Altamont Springs. Uh, you could also go to our website, altamontfamilyhearing.com, www.altamontfamilyhearing.com, um, and you can reach us there as well. And if you're not from here, that's Altamont with an E at the end. Yes, yes, yes. Altamont, Altamonte. I think my GPS <laughs> yes. says Altamonte. Um, yeah, Altamont Springs, so just north of uh, Orlando. Wonderful. Thank you so much. This was uh, way more interesting than I thought it would be. And Yay. I don't want to make it sound like I didn't think it would be interesting, but it is fascinating stuff, especially the technology that they have. Your also. passion shines through. Yes. That's what it is about JC, his passion and his, his comprehensive knowledge. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast, Informed Aging. Tell your family and friends about us. You'll find us on facebook.com slash informed aging or Instagram and Twitter. We're there too, informed underscore aging. If you need to reach us, you can even email informedagingpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was recorded at Digital Broadcasting's podcast studio. That's all for now. Looking forward to our next visit.